purpose into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat friends. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. Here we get vulnerable about our faith and postpartum to help moms find peace and purpose. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. I am your host, Allison Nick, and today I have my husband on. <laughs> Hi, mom friends. <laughs> I have my husband on, and we're kind of doing like a dad's edition to talk about life after baby, um, obviously, which is postpartum. And so I wanted to bring him on here as the final round to our I Am Postpartum series, um, just to really wrap it up, because I think a lot of times, obviously, we talk about us as moms, uh, we talk about our mom friends, but obviously, um, the dads are a part of it, too, especially um, my situation being in a marriage. So I wanted to bring on my husband and kind of just talk about life after baby with him to kind of give the man standpoint and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. So let me first introduce him. So this is my husband, Jay Nickerson or Jay Nick, and he is a paramedic. He is obviously my husband. We've been married for four years. We've been together for almost nine. And we kind of had, well, let me first say, I appreciate everything my husband does. Let me first say that. So you could, it can be internationally said, so you don't have to. <laughs> recording this? Yes, I'm recording this. Okay. So anytime <laughs> you feel a certain type, we can go back to this recording. I appreciate everything you do, how you provide for our family, how you're always looking out for us, and how you think long term, and for the different um, life lessons that you have taught me. So wow. I, I know that was cute, wasn't it? It is. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, so um, that is my husband. Oh, and did I say you were a paramedic? I don't know if I said that. He's a paramedic. Paramedic firefighter trying to make it out here in these streets. <laughs> Not the streets, but yes, that is that is the husband. So, um, okay, yeah, I think that's it. So kind of getting into it. So what is something that you would tell um, dads? that they need to know after the baby comes? Like what's something that maybe you thought that you had together but you didn't or that you had to learn in the moment that you think dad should know? I, that would be the appropriate way to clean up a dirty diaper <laughs> and to get milk at the right temperature because I feel like that's the two most important things that you can do because when... <clears throat> Got to think about it. When moms are first, after they have a kid, they're very tired. You know, they've been put through a stressful situation just like the baby. So basically all mom and baby is doing is eating, pooping, and sleeping. 
So if you can take the diaper changing out of mom's hands, mm -hmm. then you can help mom get more rest. Uh, that's the number one thing, you know, because when you don't get stressed, fuses get shorter and shorter. And emotions go all over the way. Yeah. Hormones are out of whack. It's, uh, you know, it's a pretty... It's a pretty clean, clean deal, kind of, but you just try to be there. Yeah. You need to give your time. My thing was I would take Joseph late nights at, at 10 o'clock at night. She would go to sleep, feed him one last time. I'm playing Call of Duty. He wakes up. Like I give him a bottle. Yeah, get, like one or two. One. I give him a bottle, change him. Me and him sit up, play Call of Duty all night, and he'll fall back asleep. Then I'll go to sleep, and mom gets more rest, you know? Yeah, and I think, uh, well, let me first say that you were the first one, and probably because of your background and being a paramedic, you were the first one to introduce me to postpartum, um, truly. And so right before, I, right before I had Joseph, he sat down, he said, hey, if you start feeling any of these ways, please come and say something to me. Because I want to know. And so that was important. And then after we had Joseph, although I was breastfeeding, um, those first two weeks were stressful because Joseph ate every one and a half, two hours. So I was constantly up all hours of the night, all day feeding, feeding, feeding. And so we did um, have to work something out. They typically tell you don't start pumping until like a month or so after you. But we look at two weeks I started pumping so we could start one building our supply. And so at like Jay was saying, Jay is a, is a owl. He stays up late. I am not, <laughs> I'm more of an early riser. And so it worked out because I could pump during the day to provide him to have milk. So whenever he did make those late night, um, feedings that he was able to, um, now, we did have those late night feedings that he was able to feed Joseph. So that was really important. Okay. And so what, so how do you think that we did after Jojo was born? Like, like our relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> the relationship kind of, I mean, we continue doing us still having conversations, still laughing, but we didn't date as much. Yeah. Because it more so became a focus on being our, being, this being our first kid and us not being in a position where I wanted us to be. Because we were still living with his parents. Because we were still with my parents. And, you know, I had at that point, I had already told her, like, yo, I want to get a house. I want to buy you a house. And someone didn't believe it. No, 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 no. I didn't believe, I didn't want to buy a house. I, I was fine with us just living in our own space. I didn't necessarily have to have a mortgage. Let me say that. <laughs> so, you know, at that point it was like, work, get this money up, let's go, let's go, let's go. But, you know, as far as us and our relationship, it didn't really change until after we were in the house already. And we started dealing with certain other things as far as dealing with financial stuff, yeah. with baby stuff on top. Yeah. And, you know, that's when, you know, you have to date. You know, that's yeah. something that we just we just did the little thing where she told me exactly what she wanted. Hey, I want to date at least every other week, just me and you. Yeah. And me personally, 
I don't need that. I can hang with you right here on the couch and feel just happy. But that being something that she tells me that she needs, then okay, I'll give it to you. You know, if that makes you happy. Yes, I like to go out, guys. Jay can sit on the couch and be a homebody, which is fun sometimes. We can watch movies, eat popcorn, and kind of just, you know, be in our space. But I like to get out the house. So that's where sometimes in your relationship where couples may differ, personalities differ, that there have to be um, negotiations. Compromises. Compromises. That is true. Compromise. So one thing you would say after a baby comes is for the parents to still date and for them to still reconnect yeah. on a different level. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, even though you're parents now, you were lovers first. Oh. So that doesn't change. Oh. So, you know, you still have to be friends. You still have to laugh and play spades with each other. If y'all play spades or play chess. I could never get her to play Call of Duty. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Just a game, period. Even that. No, this no, day. no. I played Mario with you. We we did Mario Kart. Remember, I had Mario Nintendo. Right, yes, right. on my Nintendo. Y'all, I have a bomb Nintendo sixty four. May I say? Yes. That is all. That's what made me buy the ring. When I saw the sixty four, I was like, "Oh, I got to marry her." Because <laughs> I threw mine away. So, but anywho. Anywho. But yeah, our in our relationship. Your relationship with each other is what's going to keep you strong while you're dealing with Everything the stresses else. of yeah. home, life, baby, and all that other mess. That also gives y'all a chance to talk and, hey, how are you feeling about certain stuff? Because mm-hmm. if we weren't dating, you know, yeah, I would still, you know, make a little time here and there to, hey, let's go get this and let's go to Brahms real quick and grab a burger and just, just ride in the car for a little bit. But, you know, we weren't doing the full-on date hey let's go to get dressed up go to ruth chris or hey let's go to david busters like we used to all the time yes which even still to this day we really hadn't been back to david busters we have i know we did that we one went time. with jordan jordan's Ruth's birthday, birthday. Yeah. yeah we went we had the kids with us so that was kind of fun doing that with them because you know they've never been to besides Chuck E. cheese this is kind of like you know an adult arcade so they were like oh my god <laughs> And then they thought they could beat us in uh, the light table game. hockey. Table hockey. Yeah, which, and the light is, game. Yeah. And the light game. Yeah, which is what we play. Which, which we, we kill on that game. Can I say, can't nobody beat us. Okay, we have strategy. Like We, we battle <laughs> at that table. <laughs> it go from there to the car racing. And then it's like, all right, you good? I'm good. And we, we, will, we do need to do that. So after Gemma was born. So going from one baby to two. And after Gemma was born, how was that life after baby, the adjustment for that? And then um, how how do you think? Because I, I know that we had some issues um, after Gemma was born um, that I've talked about on the podcast with us, you know, having to move out of the house and me leaving my job and doing certain things that really stressed on our relationship. But just in that time, maybe for a dad out there going from one to two kids, um, what some advice you can give or even maybe even through trials and hard times and relationships, things, um, things that maybe we could could have could have done at that time that would have kept us um, maybe a little bit more level headed. That is to remember that you have three children on your hand. 
And I say that to say that, that you have to give your attention to the first kid, which is your first kid. Then you have to give your attention to your second kid. And then you have to give the attention to mom. Uh, how was which I likes, Which a wife sometimes are just as needy as the children. I'll as take far that as I'm dad, needy. <laughs> as far as dad energy and husband energy. So you have to remember that <clears throat> even though you have two. Because usually what end up happening, one parent be taking care of one kid and the other parent be entertaining the second kid. And what we also did was involve Joseph a whole bunch on. Yeah, involve the first kid with the second kid so they don't feel neglected. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that we learned. So go get go get a diaper. And it doesn't have to be like crazy big stuff, but like, hey, can you go get me a diaper so I can change Gemma? Can you throw the diaper away? Um, hey, we're about to bathe. He would just like to watch us bathe her. So we had to get him a little stool, a little step stool, so he could, because mm-hmm. I bathed Gemma in the kitchen sink. So yeah, come watch me bathe Gemma in the kitchen sink and do things like that. So And the more involved that kid is, the more invested they're going to become. Because even still to this day, Gemma is his baby. Oh my gosh. Mine. mine. My baby. My baby. <laughs> He'll sit up there and torture her and tease her, but then, nope, my baby, Gemma, here, here go some chips. Yeah, he'll he'll take care of her. Make sure she has snacks. Jim, here goes iPad. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's this for you, you, you. And they tell us at school that like Joseph really dotes on Gemma. Like he give. I know, which I thought it was crazy. I'm like at home, that is not happening. But they say at school, like Joseph literally gives everything to Gemma. Like every time that she asks for something, he just gives it to her. Hmm. I know. That's interesting. I know because at home that is not <laughs> that is not the thing. Yeah, at home he's like mine. They like, it's just. But then he'll let yeah. you to give it to. He usually do end up giving it to her though, whatever it is. I know. Poor Gemma. Green phone. Poor Gemma. But you know you have to when 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 this comes to three kids. I mean two kids. It's just it's sometimes overwhelming if you have them by yourself. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I think like one of the first times you left me with both of the kids. And I just had both of them. I had dinner cooking and you were out doing something else. But like that 30 minutes felt like two hours. Like, it was <laughs> like shoot, it's been like three hours, bro. Come on now. Can you hurry up and come back, please? He called. I think I went to Target. Yeah. It, and, I just went to Target to get like something. And she needed to get out the house. And so I had to take that. You need you need to get out the house. And I was like, all right, well, I have to suck it up and take both of them on because I usually don't have both of them by myself. Mm-hmm. But that first time having both of them by myself, it was like I opened an experience to where, okay, you have to be able to juggle both of these kids. Mm-hmm. You have to be able, this is what your wife is going through. And that understanding that stress, I was like, okay. I need to start buying her chocolate. I need to start buying her <laughs> ice cream, stuff to make her happy, stuff that she can, you know, wine after a certain point. Hey, go, go take you a sip. Give me the kids, you know. And that's also where I introduced my kids to old school Nickelodeon shows. You know, we watch Hey Arnold. You know, we watch a little Power Ranger. Yeah. You know, Doug. And, you know, neither of them liked it, but <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all right, Lion King. Aladdin, come on now, what, what y'all Despicable like? Despicable Me, yeah, Baby Shark, of course. What's the song um, with the animals singing? Baby Shark. No, 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 no. The animals singing. 
Coco Melon? No. The monkey. I'm still standing. Oh, Sing. Yeah. Sing. Sing. Yes. The yes. movie Sing. Joseph loves that movie. That's our movie. I know that whole movie through and through. <laughs> I think if you play that right any now, any parent, any parent, any parent knows like when you play certain kid moves and like you know the worst the song, like you are a parent. You mm-hmm. you know the whole movie. Trolls, Gemma Troll, loves trolls. Gemma loves trolls. Gemma loves trolls. And, Gosh, and, uh, when you play Saint, that was a good movie. Yeah, we haven't watched it in a minute. No, but anywho, it's you know you learn as a and I'm I'm a first time father as well, so we both came into this situation completely unknowing. Yeah. And our parents, our parents both have been married for 35, well, 30 plus years. Yeah. They both had kids before they got married mm-hmm. to this. Our moms did. Our yeah. Ma- uh, our fathers. Mm-hmm. But I think me personally, I feel like we both have a great set of parents and they instilled different lessons on both of us, mm-hmm. which was a, that was a big thing too of us. The lessons of what your parents taught you and the lessons that my parents taught me. And having to, I think for me, it was having to listen to you about certain things and you having to listen to me about certain things. Because oh. some things, I think at first we were just like, no, my mama did this and my mama did this and this is how it should go. But we had to take what our, what we felt like our parents taught us and come up with our own combination of rules. Mm-hmm. And that's still the thing to this day. Yeah. We're, we're four years into parenting and we still have those many arguments of, I don't think it should be that way. You know. Discussions. Discussions. <laughs> like, uh, what was that? Yesterday, we was talking about her mom wants to buy a new lamp for her new den area. Oh. And she decided, she said, well, I'm not going to buy the lamp because I don't want the lamp being a target for the kids. Yeah. My son has a really good baseball arm. <laughs> I understand exactly what she's saying. It was like, ooh, that's a good point. She so, didn't want to buy anything, so it would get broken. So it would get broken. Yeah. But for me, I took it as like, does that mean that our kids are not well behaved? So when so it's just it's just different viewpoints. Because I took that as like, dang, like she don't want to buy anything. Because, like, our kids are just treacherous mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're monsters and they're tearing things up. But Jay was just like, no, my mom just knows that kids are kids. And, you know, she may just wait a little bit longer till they're older to get something. So, it again, two different viewpoints, two different things um, seen. And you just don't, you know, you have to discuss it in the moment. We were out, out shopping and we just had to take a little, a little moment and had to just have that little discussion. Because mm-hmm. to, to me... Breaking things is part of a kid's upbringing because Jesus. of how much stuff I was able to break and to kind of get away, I ain't going to say get away with, but we were able to explore. And then my dad being the type of guy he is, if I broke it, okay, come over and help me fix it. Yeah. So that also was a chance for me and him to get closer and closer together and him teaching me how to be um, a family man, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to fix what your kids broke. Sometimes you got to fix what mommy breaks, but you know, even still that's your team. So it doesn't phase you when you're doing it for your team. Yeah. And I think also just coming from background, Jay has mostly brothers, just mostly boys and anybody that has children, boys and girls as children, know there's kind of a difference and their personalities and and some of their behavior boys are just more amped up let's just be honest 
boys are more amped up. They're more ready to go. They're more active. And, you know, a girl, you can give her, you know, a crayon and a coloring book and they good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they may have moments of activeness and hyperness when they want to run and be free. Because, that's you know, that's a kid. They're just hyper. But, like, boys are on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. they they're on a different level. So that's that's where it's, it's taken me to because I was not that kid that ran around and just broke things. I had moments of breaking things. But it wasn't like hearing Jay's stories of them growing up, how they put holes in the wall and holes in the doors. And then I was like, no, like <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't going to fly with me. <laughs> That's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> but OK, so I don't know if we really answered the question. So after Gemma, I guess that was my thing after Gemma. Oh, so you're just saying give mom her time. Yeah. Give, mom, some, okay. give mom her time and then just get used to having two babies by yourself. Right now, I can have both of my kids, and I will wear their tail out because I have figured out, okay, this is what Joe needs. This is what Gemma needs. This is stuff they like doing together. This is stuff they like doing together but separately. You and, know. and can I say, as a mom, dads, the most frustrating thing is whenever dads are, like, I guess I don't want to say scared, afraid to be at home with their own kids because they don't know their kids. Mm. That's frustrating because it's like, I'm the same human that you are. I didn't know these kids either, but because I'm here with these kids all the time, I've had to get to know them. You need to put in the same time that I have. So that would be frustrating because for a moment, there are moments where Jay was just like, well, I don't know how to calm her down. I would tell him how to calm her down, but he was like, I can't do that. I'm like, sir, <laughs> you gonna have to get it together. And but Jay has his own, you know, different ways that he does things, but he had to figure that out for him. Because the biggest thing that kids can do is that they can put a wedge in between because they can sit with mommy and be like, Well, mommy, you know, I'm cool with mommy, I've been around mom, blah blah blah. But then it's like I gotta be at home with daddy, and they gonna try you. They, they, your kids will try you. And most of the times, as a parent, dads will probably be like, Oh, well. You need to come get them. <laughs> you need because I can't figure it out. But like you want to stick in that moment and figure out a way to whatever your way is of calming your kids down or dealing with your kids or learning your kids. For me, that was the most frustrating thing. But it's it's no problem now. But yeah, but they they show moms. You're the like I told you the other day. You know, I, excuse me for how I say this, but to a brand new baby or to a baby period, mom is God. So they have a certain amount of, oh, my God, when it comes to y'all. There's a little more whatever you say when it comes to mommy. But with daddy, I'm like an ankle bracelet. You don't have to wear me today. Oh, my but God. But you look cuter when you got one on. <laughs> <laughs> so You, you tried know, it. it. And it, it comes down to, yeah, you do have to figure out who you who you are as witcher as with your kids yeah and you have to figure out what makes your relationship with your kid what do y'all like to do together mm -hmm. joe joe likes to see me prep food and that's one thing that i love doing cutting up fruit veggies and cooking yes amen and he used to look at our old house i start cutting stuff he'd be right there and on the table daddy can i have a knife i'll give him a butter knife here go a banana cut it up this is how you do it this is the way 
this is the way. <laughs> yeah, that's the Mandalorian. Anywho, but, you know, and it took for me to figure out, okay, he likes cooking just as much as I do. That's something that we have in common. He wants to go hit the baseball outside. Okay, let's go do that. Yeah, Gemma. Jay played baseball. Sit in the walker, chill out. She'll enjoy the scenery. Mm-hmm. And um, Gemma's chill. Gemma's very chill. But Gemma, like you were saying earlier, Gemma will get rowdy. If you take that iPad out of her hand and her brother's getting rowdy, she's going to go up 150 with him and just, all right, let's do it. She yeah. will pop him. She's gotten really good into um into locking, into neck locks. <laughs> yeah. She's getting a chokehold together. She's getting a chokehold together. I'm here so, for it. I just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like my, my old one of my older nephews, he's 18. Shout out to nephew. Hey. <laughs> He'll be 18 on the 12th. Yeah. He came over. They hadn't seen him in six months, seven months. They maybe. had so much fun. Man, and he, let's not, let, he loved it too. Yeah. He loved it too. But, you know, they set up and wrestled and play fought and just uh, all over the place. And then he was like, yeah, Gemma don't be doing all of that. Not no more than 24 hours. He was getting beat up by both of them. Yep. But, you know, and it's all kids are different. You just have to figure out what your kid is. And like my wife likes to say, just because you did that doesn't mean your kid is going to do that. <laughs> which is, I do say that to him a lot. <laughs> which is totally true. But <laughs> boys are boys. Allow them to pee on the tree. Allow them to jump oh, over the Lord. fence. Jesus. Allow them to fall down. Because us as boys, we learn better when it's a pain reference involved. Or uh, a fun reference involved, and when they don't, when kids don't, when boys don't get that chance to experience that, then they don't have any weight to sit. They don't have any backing. They don't have any concrete backing to live off of and work off of, you know. And it's I know for moms, the first time my nephews peed on a tree in front of my wife, Jesus, they she was like, "What in the country hell is this?" <laughs> And I had to explain to her, hey, that's what you do. No. <laughs> no. You know, we did that so no. we could avoid coming into the house so my mom <laughs> and my dad wouldn't ask us to do nothing. Just like we drink water out the water hose. So she couldn't say, hey, can you clean your room today? No. We're running around the neighborhood till the lights come on. But, you know, my wife not having any siblings close to her age or... <laughs> My wife not having anybody in the house with her. She's pretty much the only kid. Yeah. She didn't get to have that, hey, we're out. I had a big brother, all the kids, all the other guys in the neighborhoods. I'm the youngest. We ran like that. We're talking about six, seven kids. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. I did not run. I took my bike around the block, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I went jogging in the neighborhood. Like, I didn't, there were no other kids for me to run with in my neighborhood. It was just, it was just it's a different experience when you have somebody to get in trouble with or go do stuff with, and you know, boys and girls are just different as far as stuff they do, stuff they try. That's not saying that's not like a finite. This is it across the board. But yeah, they're definitely different. Okay, so what is any? What is like your last tip of advice that you would give to dads um, for moms dealing with postpartum and just moms, you know, first time moms or moms, you know, 
just dealing with motherhood, um, what are tips that dads can do for moms, um, for their significant other or what whatnot? So the, the best thing you can do is just be educated about what's going on. Um, and it took for my mom to say it in the best way possible. My mom has four kids and she explained to me, she said, Jay, your wife, and she said it to you also. <laughs> she said, Jay, your wife is going through something right now. And I said, well, mom, what you talking about? She said, well, she went from being a single woman with plans and goals and aspirations to basically having to throw that down to the ground, become a wife, a, a mother two months later, and then you threw her in a home four or five months after that. She said, that's a whole bunch of changing that her as a woman may have a harder time dealing with than you as a man. Because, and this is what my mom said, she said, you as a man, you to be dad, you wanted to be dad. You were ready, whenever it happened, you can do it. Here, let's go, bring on the bring on the children. Fine, I gotta do what I gotta do. But sometimes that sticking in the back of the head of, dang, I didn't get to go to France. I never got to skydive or whatever stuff you women want to do. I never got to walk the red carpet. You know, the, the changes, the changes affect y'all differently. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just something I had to peep. And it's also, I just, I read about postpartum before through school, paramedic postpartum school. Depression. Postpartum depression. Yeah. I read about postpartum before I was actually introduced to it through my wife. So even when it came up, I had already read a few websites, read a few magazines. All right, let me learn about it. Let me keep watch for it. And I still missed it because I was just so used to her telling me how she's feeling. But if she doesn't know, then how am I supposed to know? You know, because she'll yeah. say, oh, everything is fine. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of us do. We all play it like we got it all together and oh everything's okay i'm doing just fine but in actuality you're sinking quietly but um you know as a husband just pay attention to your wife talk to her hey how are you feeling give her her time like hey well, don't worry about the baby make a schedule hey you take the baby during this time i got the baby over here during this time do you want to go for a walk well go for a walk at this time if she says she wants to get out of the house do it Take her for walks, but just don't be, I guess the big part is, is just don't be neglectful. Pay attention to your partner. That's the biggest thing you can do. And moms, pay attention to yourself and be honest about what you're going through with your partner. Because him as your partner, you know, whether it's your husband, baby daddy, whatever, if he cares anything for you, he's going to be there for you. And if you tell him, hey, this is what I need from you because I'm feeling like this, he'll show up for you. Yeah. That is, unless he's a piece of crap and you need to get rid of him. So, ooh, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> but, yeah, do you remember that night that I had put on, like, all my sweatpants and I was just, like, sitting in the room crying? And I was just like, I just need to go. Mm-hmm. And you had came in there. Mm-hmm. Well, I've talked about that moment on the podcast. I mean, it maybe it's been a while, but that was like my first indication that like something was really 
quote unquote wrong. Cause I was just ready to go. I had, the kids were crying. I literally put on sweats. I was crying in the mirror and I was just like, I just have to go. I just, I just have to get out of here. And I was walking into the living room and you just happened to walk out. And you said, where are you going? <laughs> you said, what's happening? And I was just like, I I have to go. I, I just have to go. And you were like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't really, I remember stopping. I remember you having a multiple pair of sweats. <laughs> but did you end up leaving anyway? No, I think I, I ended up staying. I think I stayed. I think I end up staying. In that situation, you would need to sit down and be together. Because if I remember correctly, because you was crying on my side of the bed. No, you were crying on your side of the bed. And then when you came out, we was talking in the restroom. Mm-hmm. And um, just try to talk it out. But if if she feels you don't want your partner leaving the house in in extra emotional in an extra emotional state, because if you're crying, you're driving, you're not paying attention. Yeah. So, you know, in that situation, you know, try to calm her down. And if she say, I need to get out. Go ahead. Now, dads, just be strong. <laughs> Feed the small baby first. <laughs> <laughs> get get that one into a, a chill spot. Then the ones that's like two or three, you can kind of work with them. Hey, here goes some cereal. Here goes some candy. Some snacks. Hey, here you go. Yeah, shut, shut. Watch this movie. Here you go. Sit in front of there. Here goes some toys. You know, and it's when we were first going through it, it all looked very difficult. But now that we're through it, and you have to work through it, you can't go around it. Just FYI, with everything you go through, you're gonna have to go through it. Yeah. That one of my guys that I listen to, he, he talks about that all the time. You have to go through the BS because that's where growth is. That's where elevation of mind of, of your mental thoughts are and just being strong mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. You have to go through it. You can't go around it. You can't turn around and go the other direction. You just have to go through it and learn your way. And it also helps with a lot of prayer, shoot meditation, um, Think about what you wanted, what you had wanted, what you would have wanted when you were a kid to be treated like, you know, kids are just kids. They're trying to figure stuff out. We are trying to figure it out. (laughs) We are trying to figure it out. Well, babe, thank you for coming on the podcast this week and chatting with me and let me pick your brain about things. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, mom, friends, for all the support. Y'all have really been a a big push towards my wife and a big help to her to keep trying to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Keep being vocal about it. Talk about it. That's uh, one thing is us as people, we don't want to talk about stuff. It's like talking about stuff makes you weak now and talk about it. That's the easiest thing you can do. That's the number one thing in medical field that you have to know how to do is talk to a person. Yeah. Cause how do I know it's something wrong if you don't tell me? That's true. Sure. Well, yeah. thank you, babe. Mm-hmm. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Bye, mom friends. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Peace.